Welcome to Pre-K Spot Talks. I am Melissa, your host and the founder of Pre-K Spot, the spot for early childhood educators to open up their teaching. I am your guide down the open-ended child-led teaching path, and together we will explore strategies and ideas so that you may open up your teaching to less stress, more engagement, and an overall joyful child-led classroom. Hello and welcome to another new season of Pre-K Spot Talks. We are on season four, episode one, a fun-filled episode all about summer activities. I'm your host, Melissa May, the play enthusiast and pre-K teacher here to help you make learning playful and impactful. Today, we've got a jam-packed episode where we'll delve into three key lists to keep our pre-K students engaged, learning, and ready for kindergarten during the summer. So buckle up and let's get started. A little cavat here. I will admit, while I don't love saying being ready for kindergarten, as a mom, I never want the summer regression to be too big, just for the sake of my own children. As a teacher, I understand it is going to happen. I try to strike a balance on working on things I know my kids need to constantly work on, like having new experiences, following directions, or just learning to focus on some things. I want them to continue to have strategies for these skills So we like to work on them constantly and consistently. Academics? Eh, that's a bonus. I'm not worried about that. I just want to keep up with their life skills. So with that, let's dive into the lists. All right, our first list is all about simple and easy summer activities. We all know summer is a time for relaxation and fun, but it's also an excellent opportunity for play-based learning. Our first list includes 25 simple and easy activities such as nature scavenger hunts, water play, gardening, picnics, and so much more. So here are 25 easy and fun summer activities for pre-K aged students. And of course, doesn't have to be just for pre-K, modify for the child in your life. Number one, a nature scavenger hunt. Make a list of items commonly found in nature and encourage your students to find them. Number two, Sidewalk chalk art. We all know that chalk is easy to come by and kids love it. You can create beautiful drawings and practice writing and if you get it wet, it's an even better experience. Number three, water play. There's so many different ways to have water play. Fill up a pool, do a sprinkler, just buckets with water and cups. Let children wear their bathing suits and get super wet or don't get wet. Water play is easy to be done Anywhere you are, at school or at home, it could be as simple as turning on a faucet, as simple as filling some cups, or turning on the hose. Number four, bubbles. Do I really need to say anything more? Teach the kids how to blow bubbles, chase them, get bubble machines, do big bubbles. You can make homemade bubbles with a lot of dishwashing soap. It's really simple, and we all know that bubbles are super engaging. I never go anywhere with my three-year-old toddler without bubbles on hand. We hide them while we're at the house because he loves to open them up inside. We always have them for outside, but I always take some with me when we leave. Number five, sensory bins. I have the perfect sensory filler list for you. I have linked it in the show notes, but you can fill sensory bins with anything. Sand, water beads, pebbles from outside, 
go on that nature scavenger hunt, collect a whole bunch of things, put it in a sensory bin, add a couple of items that the kids want, and boom, you've got entertainment that will last you weeks. Number six, gardening. Plant seeds, teach children about how the plants grow, take care of them, and watch things change in front of your eyes. Number seven, bird watching. We also like to do squirrel watching. We have so many squirrels around us. They're so entertaining. But setting up bird feeders, they attract squirrels and birds or and identifying them and, you know, using cameras to take pictures of them so the kids can refer back to them later. This can lead into oral storytelling. You can draw pictures. There's just so much you can do by just simply bird watching or even as simple as nature watching. Mini outdoor lunches. Have the kids prepare food or pack different foods and it creates lots of different opportunities to just talk about Food, because I mean, who doesn't love to talk about and eat food? Number nine, outdoor story time. Enjoy a story under a big tree or in a tent or just on top of the playground. Kids love to do the same things that they love to do, but in different places. It makes it feel new. Number 10, nature crafts. Go on that scavenger hunt, collect things and do some art with it. Leaves, flowers, twigs, anything you can pick up. Number 11, tie-dye shirts. This is one of my absolute favorite activities to do at the end of the year with my kids. And it's also a super fun camp activity over the summer. I like to use the bottle tie-dye now so that you spray it on top of the shirt. It is so much easier than the dip. And it's so much easier for the kids to handle. Number 12, homemade ice cream. You can make simple ice cream with milk, sugar, and vanilla. You can shake it up and you can do the bag or you can use an ice cream maker. Whatever you want to do, but making ice cream is such a delight. Number 13, shadow drawing. This is perfect for summer because it's so sunny outside. Use the sun to create interesting art shadows. You can do this on paper with partnerships or you have somebody trace somebody's uh, shadow outline with chalk. You make shadow puppets. There's a million different things you can do with shadow drawing. Number 14, sandcastle building. If you live near the beach or go to the beach often or even if you just have a sandbox, sandcastles are always fun. But don't forget the wet sand. We know how important that is. Number 15, A butterfly garden. Plant flowers that attract butterflies and observe the insects. You might even get lucky and you might be able to find some chrysalis attached to, you know, the side of the house or a bin that you have sitting outside. I know at my grandmother's house in Hawaii, there are tons of monarch butterfly chrysalis on the side of like their recycling bin. They just, they love them. Number 16, fruit picking. Visit a local farm and pick seasonal fruits. Or if you have to set this up on your own, I love to do like apple picking in the fall. So you can just place different fruits around the room or set up a grocery store or set up a farm in the classroom or outside and the kids can pick different fruits. Number 17, homemade popsicles. Mm -mm -mm. We love making popsicles at home over the summer and we also like to make popsicles at the end of the year. I don't do it everywhere with all of my students, but I have done it a few times. And we've gone as simple as just freezing juice with a stick in it or actually blending together some yogurt and some fruit and making really um, intricate popsicles. And no molds necessary. You can do this with a cup, but of course the molds make everything look prettier. 
And they're really, they're inexpensive and they're easy to come by. Number 18, treasure hunts. Set up a simple treasure hunt with lots of different clues. Maybe it's just way too hot to be outside and you need some more fun indoor activities. Setting up a simple treasure hunt around the building or your classroom can be super fun. Number 19, rock painting. We all know that we're going on this scavenger hunt or you're going for nature walks. So pick up some smooth rocks or buy some river rocks, whatever you need to do, and paint those rocks and place them around the building or your house, wherever you are, to zhuzh it up a little. Number 20, kite flying. Simple. Teach children how to fly a kite. Make your own. Buy one. Who cares? Fly that kite because it is such a fun activity that I feel like kids just don't engage in as much anymore. Number 21, paper boat race. Make paper boats and have a race in a kiddie pool or on a stream or um, in a sink, whatever you need to do. But making paper boats is super fun. Even though sometimes the kids can't do it themselves, they are always in such awe when they watch you fold them. Number 22, set up a lemonade stand. If you're at home with your kids over the summer, set one up on the corner. If you have kids at a daycare over the summer or at school, you can definitely try to set up a lemonade out front when it's drop-off time or pick-up time. Number 23, an outdoor puppet show. Create a simple puppet theater with cloth and sticks and put on a show. You can even make a simple one out of whatever playground set you have. Number 24, musical games. Organize simple musical games like musical chairs or freeze dance. Do it outside, do it inside. No matter what, it's a good fun. We also like to do this with the remote control in my house. We do pause and unpause. And just that little twist makes it super fun for the kids. And that way you can pick somebody who's a pauser or an unpauser and you play a slightly varied game of freeze dance. And number 25 for your simple activities is stargazing. This is obviously not something you're going to do if you are in a school setting, but if you're at home with some kids, go outside on a clear night and try to see those stars. And remember, the goal is to engage children in fun, play-based activities that stimulate their senses, develop their motor skills, and encourage learning. We all know that play is learning. And most importantly, we have to ensure the safety of all of these activities. Aren't they just so much fun? This list of 25 super fun activities are also engaging and educational too. Through play, children can explore their environment, develop their motor skills, enhance their creativity, and cultivate social skills. And best of all, they'll be having so much fun they won't even realize they're learning. These are all my easily prepped go-tos. I do a lot of these with my own kids. And while we are out and about at the beach, which we do daily during the summer, we visit our cabana. Um, they're just so accessible and can go in any direction, and it keeps the kids interested. And that's it for our first list. This was our longest list. The next two are much, much shorter. So let's move on to list number two. List number two are a few more less common ideas for summer play. The first list was filled with things you've probably thought of or you've probably done, but hey, they're a good reminder of keeping it simple. But now let's think about things that we might not have thought of before. This list brings a twist to the usual summer activities and involves more unique and creative ideas. From building a bug hotel, creating nature-inspired jewelry, to setting up a homemade wind chime. These activities are sure to spark curiosity and creativity in our little ones. So here are 10 unique and fun summer activities for pre-K age students 
or modify for your kids at home. Number one, shadow puppet theater. Make shadow puppets out of cardboard and sticks and use them to create stories on a plain wall lit by a lamp or flashlight. This could also be really fun um, when the sun is way up and it's really hot outside. Number two, giant outdoor painting. Pin a large piece of paper or cloth or even a random item like a dress or a piece of furniture or a piece of plexiglass and let the children paint with watercolors or tempera paint or whatever kind of paint will really work. This is also really fun for wet chalk. And if anybody has followed Kristen R.B. Peterson or Jessica Barowetz for At the Artful Child, they have been talking a lot about painting things like wedding dresses and really unconventional painting things. And summer is a really great time to do that, especially if you have a slightly smaller program over the summer or you get to get outside and set up a big painting space and get really, really messy. Number three is nature-inspired jewelry. Collect interesting pieces from nature like leaves, flowers, and twigs and create nature-inspired jewelry like necklaces and bracelets. Add them onto your beaded bracelets. And again, this can connect to your scavenger hunt or your nature walk, whatever you're already doing to collect all of these things. And that way the children are involved from beginning to the end. Number four, sundial making. Teach kids about time and movement of the sun and create simple sundials with a stick and some stones. Now, for your really little kids, they may not get this, but they might really enjoy seeing how it changes. If you set it up and then you take pictures and you show them the pictures, they'll start to understand the basic concept. Number five, build a bug hotel. Use recycled materials to build a bug hotel, offering a fascinating exploration of the insect world. You can set it outside, bugs will go inside, or if you have something in your room, try to catch it in it. Number six, flower petal perfume. Collect flower petals and mix them with water to create a delightful quote-unquote perfume. This one's really similar to potion making. It's basically potion making, but in a summer activity. So call it perfume making or something similar, whatever you want to call it. Number seven, fruit and vegetable prints. Cut various fruits and vegetables in half, dip them in paints, and use them as stamps for a fun art project. Now, I just want to add into this one, I don't love using food for art projects and being a little bit wasteful with food, especially if you have children with food insecurities. Now, you could do this if you have a population who doesn't have food insecurities, but just make sure you're also talking about not being wasteful. Maybe find different ways to use the seeds out of these fruits and maybe try to plant them, whether they grow or not, and help children understand all the different parts of them so that they know that they're not being totally wasteful. Number eight, Ice excavation. Freeze small toys in a large container of water and let the kids excavate them using safe tools. Now, I've tried to do this with wooden tools. Doesn't really work. Your best bet is just regular metal spoons or like safe, something safe and metal. But this is so much fun. I also highly suggest doing them in little um, cupcake tins. Then you have little pieces of ice to like break and throw and they melt faster and sometimes easier for little hands. Number nine, homemade wind chimes. Use recycled materials like old cutlery or tin cans and create beautiful wind chimes to hang outside your windows. And last but not least, number 10, solar oven s'mores. 
Build a simple solar oven with a pizza box, foil, and plastic wrap, and make s'mores as a tasty introduction to renewable energy. And these activities not only provide a fun experience, but also stimulate curiosity, creativity, and learning in a playful environment. These uncommon ideas not only provide different play experiences, but they really encourage children to think outside the box. And as we know, creative thinking is an invaluable skill that prepares our children for kindergarten and beyond. And that's it for our second list. Let's move on to our final and third list. And I promise this one is short. Our third list is all about cooking. There's just something about summer that makes me want to cook more. I guess it's just having more space and more time to think about these kinds of things. Because it's not my favorite activity to do, I'm more of a baker, but there's just more time, right? You're not as tired. You don't feel as burdened by the cleanup and things like that. And it's just a lot more fun to have your kids around and involve them in the process. So I've got five easy, fun recipes that pre-K aged, or as I've said before, littler kids or bigger kids can help and engage in. Number one, fruit kebabs. Of course, I'm sure you've heard of this one. This is simple. Cut up some fruit, put it on a skewer, and there you go, fruit kebabs. But if you're at home or if you're in a place that may have a grill or a place to cook it, I highly suggest picking fruits that taste amazing on the grill, like pineapple, watermelon. I mean, anything tastes good on the grill. Peaches. Pick some fruits and then cook them. This will really level up your fruit kebabs. Number two, homemade popsicles. Just like in our list number one, this is a repeat because, I mean, who doesn't love a popsicle? Pinterest is full of different popsicle ideas. Number three, mini pizzas. English muffins, bagels, pita bread is the base. Who knows? Have the kids spread the tomato sauce, sprinkle the cheese, and add their favorite toppings. There's literally a million different ways you can make a pizza. And if you had to, you could do it in the microwave, but it's better in the oven. You can do them in a toaster oven. You can do them in any different way. And they work for at school, at home, and anywhere. Number four, fruit and yogurt parfaits. Let kids layer their favorite fruits, yogurt, and granola in a cup to make a beautiful and nutritious snack. And number five, rainbow veggie wraps. Have the kids help you cut up various colorful veggies with the safety knives. We have them at my house. I have them at my school. They're really easy to get a full like set of three or four on Amazon. I've linked some of those in the notes just in case you're looking. And they can fill a tortilla of their choice of veggies and add some hummus or some cream cheese or some ranch or whatever sort of sauce or dressing you like. And you can roll it up for a healthy lunch. Cooking with kids is a great way to teach them about healthy eating, following instructions, and it's just a great sensory experience. And especially if you let children use as real tools as possible, obviously barring safety, they're always going to be more engaged because they're going to feel more grown up and what child doesn't want to feel more important and grown up. Now, you might be wondering, why cooking? Why include a cooking list? Well, cooking is just an excellent activity that teaches children so many different skills, teaches them about nutrition, helps them develop fine motor skills, and it introduces basic math concepts. Plus, it's an interactive activity that encourages children to work together and fosters social skills. I have picky eaters at home, so I try to involve them as much as I can because I find the more that they're involved, the more vested they are in the food that they're eating, 
even if they don't even end up trying it, they're usually more willing if they helped to cook it or make it or put it together. Plus, it's just great exposure to see it, whether they try it or not. So there you have it. Three great lists packed with activities that blend fun, learning, and play. As we approach the summer, I encourage you to try out these activities with your students or your kids at home. Remember, the goal is not to just keep our kids entertained, but to create engaging and playful learning experiences that prepare them for the exciting journey to kindergarten or whatever grade level they're going into next. It's a really great way to keep them engaged in these types of activities to sort of curb the regression that happens over summer. Like we said before, we know it's going to happen, but as a mom, I can't help myself and say, let's make it a little bit less. So I hope you found these ideas helpful and inspiring. I'd love to hear your thoughts, experiences, or even your unique summer activity ideas. You can reach out to me uh, via email or drop your ideas on Instagram. I'll post a story soon where you can share your ideas. I would love to hear them, and I'm sure other people would too. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pre-K Spot Talks. This is Melissa May signing off until our next play-filled discussion. Keep playing, keep learning, and make this summer a memorable one for our little learners.